You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Jalyn Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services of Tampa Bay. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions about your pets. The number to call is 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Ben at the network, and he'll put you on the line with us. Again, that's 844-305-7800. The show is produced in-house and studio by the ever-so-lovely Miss Lexi Lapp. Hello. Hi, Lexi. Hi. Ready for a show? Yep. We have a special guest joining us. Her name is Pia, Dr. Pia Selk. She is the author of uh, the Total Dog Manual from AdoptAPet.com. We're going to be talking to her about the book and everything that you can find in the book. And everything from medical to behavior. So if you've got a question, then we're going to be giving away a couple of the books as well. So stay tuned for that. And again, the number is 844-305-7800. Or you can call 224-714-2937. Well, once again, you are listening to Talking Pets, brought to you in part by SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator. That's SCOE 10X. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And you're listening to Talking Pets. This is Kelsey Grammer. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Pat. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. 
I'm Lexi Lab. <laughs> and the number to call is 844-305-7800. And it's our number. So if you have a question or a comment, and write that number down because we're going to be giving away a couple of the books. It's called The Total Dog Manual, adoptapet.com. And it is attributed to from Dr. Pia Salk. And I want to welcome her onto the program. Hey, Pia, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Hello, Dr. Salk. How are you? Good. So... Now, throughout this time that we're going to be talking, can I call you Pia, or should I call you Dr. Salk, or Dr. Pia Salk? You may call me Pia. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Pia. So, Pia, yes. you've worked on this book with, I think, what, David Meyer and Abby Moore? Yes. How long did it take you to put this book together? Uh, boy, uh, many, many months, probably just under a year. Um, but it's a sort of a compilation of years and years of, of work and, and information we've gathered um, in our work with animals uh, and shelters. You know, it's, it's funny because, I mean, um, I've been doing the show, hosting the show for 27 years now, and Jilly and I, Jilly joined the program a couple years ago, and we were just talking about your book off the air, that mm-hmm. how much we love books like this I because it's it. so informational. It. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. We really did try to make it uh, informational in a way that is not sort of the usual things that we all kind of have come to be common sense, but things that would be real questions that we might not uh, know. And it's very so. easy to follow as well. Yeah. You know, oh, because a lot of the, the books are just based on breed, you know, like the dog Bible and different stuff like that, where it's mm-hmm. just based on all just, you know, um, AKC accepted breeds or CKC or UKC. And this just involves absolutely everything and any question you could ever have. And it's, it's got pictures. And it's got wonderful pictures. Lots of good pictures. Well, and I'm glad what you're, yeah, to hear what you're saying about breed because I do think, you know, it's a natural place for people to start um, because they want right. information, but it's not, it's actually not a helpful place to start because every animal is an individual. And I think it sets people up for, for sort of not really knowing what they're getting. So they really need to deal with, um, animals as individuals and certain breeds exactly. do have certain traits but that really doesn't always bear out so you know, it's like people everybody has their own characteristics exactly. and their own personality so exactly um, even though you're you're born to one family i've got three brothers and a sister and it doesn't mean we all act like that's for sure and you should Precisely. choose your perfect pet by a specific breed you should choose your perfect pet as what actually you work along with Pia, I want to find out a little a little bit about you, but before I do, I want to ask you one question because yeah. this is the Total Dog Manual, and I, yeah. I I would imagine it's out in bookstores and it's out online, correct? It is. It's available online. It's also available at adoptapet.com and wherever books are sold. So, what about the when is the Total Cat Manual coming out? <laughs> yeah, it's in the mix. I'll tell you that. So, oh, good. Awesome. we're already getting going. So, very good question. Well, good. Johnny has a new cat. Yeah, so. I just got. A, I just oh, adopted hey, from a rescue group a new kitty, and I lost my I lost my boy of seventeen years oh. uh, last month. So, I'm sorry. I adopted another one from a rescue and named her Winter, and she's hunting down oh, she's one of beautiful. my producers right now. But, um, <laughs> oh, she's but, in the studio. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Along awesome. with my Rottweiler and a couple of crazy birds. Yeah, and <laughs> we got some Oh my god, I want to work where you guys are. Yeah. Yeah, we got I the bring Roddy, my kids the... to work. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's fun having them around, and they thankfully they all behave. They do. Yeah. Although I have to watch the parrots once in a while. I, I, I learned my mistake. I, I let them watch TV too often. And, and at that time, I was a subscriber to HBO. and They pick up bad words. Yes, that was when the yeah. Sopranos were on TV. And they say them when you oh least boy. expect them. Yeah, so got to be careful with those guys. One is an African gray, and they've got the best vocabulary. But that one's not bad. That one says a lot of sentences. We'll have conversations. But it's the Amazon that likes to use the cuss words. So I just... <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you know, as is often the case, it's just reflecting what the parents allowed, so no offense. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. hey, it wasn't Watch me. Shame on you, Johnny. I adopted, I adopted, hey, to my defense, I adopted Leo at the age probably around 30, when, when he was 35, 40 years old. And, oh, wow. 
and he came from a Spanish family. So a lot of stuff he says in, in Spanish that I have no idea what he's saying. But there yeah. are some words Thank that I the do. Lord. I, I do know. <laughs> well, <laughs> Whether that's they're great. in Spanish and, and or not. Really, I'm sure you saved his life. I and mean, people don't realize that uh, birds are in shelters, too. Plenty right. of birds. Yes. And birds really, you know, they live lives, very long lives like that. So, so I'm 70, glad you saved his years. life. 70, 80 years. Yeah, it's amazing. Long time. Hey, I want to find out a little bit about you, Dr. Pia Salk. Um, you Pia, actually, you can call me Pia. Um, <laughs> Pia, uh, you, what is the pet loss and human emotion? You recently published that, I believe. Um, it was a, a little while back. I, I was just a contributor, um, and Sherry Barton Ross wrote the book, and she had contacted me. It was since I had worked down in Hurricane Katrina, and I had written quite a bit about it. Um, so I worked on on the uh, pet rescue, and then was also um, helping some of the people who did the rescue deal with what they saw down there. But just as a natural thing, I'm, I'm a, a psychologist for humans, um, and my specialty is pretty much the human-animal bond, so I often do meet people at that juncture when they've lost um, a furry family member or also people who work in animal welfare, um, just things that, that have to do with our bond with other species that um, other things don't recognize as much. So There's two things, Pierre, right now that's going on here in the studio. One is I want to take your number and for that, for that human you know, psychiatrist session. Right. I'll be calling. Right. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, like when you were talking just then, poor Mike. Mike's uh, one one of the guys allergic here. And he's allergic to, to, to cats. Down. And it's funny because every time he runs out of the studio to go sneeze, um, the cat goes running after him. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. kind of like I'm going to taunt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or you know, get you to get get used to it, and maybe you're really not allergic. <laughs> so, exactly. Who knows? But but yeah, no human. The, you know, the loss of of animals. That's a lot of our book. You can you can feel in there that the, the sense that animals are members of our families. They're full members Hugely. of our families. There's no reason mm-hmm. to talk about them any other way. And I think that's a refreshing perspective of the book. And so grieving them should be absolutely acknowledged as any loss in a family. Well, Pia, we have a lot of questions and a lot of comments I want to get into with you. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with Dr. Pia Selks. The book is called The Total Dog Manual. You can find it on adoptapet.com. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. Amazing content. It's a great book, which we're going to be talking about and giving away a couple copies. And actually, right now, during this break, the number three caller that comes in to Ben, our producer at the network, uh, you're going to get a complimentary copy of the book, The Total Dog Manual, and it's by David Meyer, Abby Moore, and Dr. Pia Selk. The number is 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. Or you can call 224-714-2937. That's 224-714-2937. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow and Rockstar. I'm Lexi Lapp. And this is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. And I'm in the season. You are. You're jumping the gun on this one, huh? You know what's funny, though, is that song, right, Carrie? Oh, yeah. Um, it's like the ultimate Christmas song. It's yeah. Like the biggest ever. Um, Kelly Clarkson, though, that one that she brought out from mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. That Christmas album, um, I think it's pretty close to this in terms of ranking. Um, and it's a good song, too. So mm-hmm. if you find that one, let me know. Um, but this song... In some of the clubs that you know here in Tampa Bay, they play that throughout the year in some of the clubs oh, because people sure. are so into that song, whether well, it's Christmas or not. Gets people on the dance floor. But it's a good song to play too because <laughs> with Christmas around the corner, a good gift would be the Total Dog Manual. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you got a dog, you want to go out and get a book and make sure fit it in that stocking. It's a Here's little, it's a little big. But the thing that I like about this book too is that, and this is kind of cool, Pia, that you guys put this like metal. I don't know what you call it, but vamping or on the, on the edges of the book? I like that. Oh, yeah. It's uh, very sturdy in case your dog gets a hold of it. Yeah, no, I like that. I, that's <laughs> the first time in all the books that I've... I, and if you've ever seen my office, times it by probably about a thousand. <laughs> um, that's how many books I get all the time. And I love the only opening s- page. It looks like me. We only do an, um, an interview <laughs> on books in the first hour of the program. And, you know, and the thing is, is that I, I get a lot of books, but I don't do a lot of interviews on the books, just certain ones that I like. So... Uh, obviously, I love the Total Dog Manual because I love books And this is still like going this. on my coffee table. I can tell you that one. It Actually, really is. My, it looks clients, it's nice enough to, to go on a coffee table for well, sure. In my day-to-day um, doggy school, my puppy school, my training, because I'm a professional show handler, and um, I, I train for different search and rescue, and I do puppy oh, training. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of clients who don't take their homework home. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should give them one of these and say, here you go. There you <laughs> yeah. go. You're Read. not listening to me. <laughs> so exactly. So the book is the Total Dog Manual. And again, we're giving away a copy of the book. So if you call right now at 844-305-7800, the copy of the book is yours. 844-305-7800, the Total Dog Manual, adoptapet.com. Were you working with Martha Stewart on her show, Pia? For, were you a frequent guest on her show? or? I was. I was on her show quite a bit, um, and we did. Uh, I went on uh, speaking about adoptpet.com and using the site to adopt shelter pets, but also, you know, dispelling myths about shelter animals. And then we would often uh, bring on animals to adopt and talk about different issues, take questions from audience, and we'd often get them adopted. So that was wonderful. It's nice that you're a spokesperson for the mm-hmm. adoptapet.com, and it's nice that it's, of course, you know, br- brings this book to Total Dog Manual. So. And like I said, this is an absolute, absolutely great book. So congratulations oh, on this. Well, thank you. We're proud of it. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for that kitty book, so I'll be watching for that. <laughs> yes, that will be, be coming up soon. <laughs> well, the number to call is 844-305-7800. If you've got a question, a behavior question, training question, anything of that type, you can give us a call. And again, you are listening to Talking Pets, 844-305-7800. You call Ben right now. The book is yours. 844-305-7800. So pick up the phone and give us a call. Now, some of the things that you get into I want to talk about in this book, Pia, mm-hmm. and one of them would be, which it seems to be, especially during the summer months, and I have, you know, depending on where you live in the country, even during the winter months, we get thunder down here, mm-hmm. um, you know, during that time. So, And even fireworks, for example, if there's holidays going on. What's your remedy for that dog that cowers away when they hear loud noises? Well, it sort of it, it depends on your dog, and people know their dogs. So um, I know I personally use a thunder shirt, one of those pressure shirts that sort of uh, one of our dogs gets real scared, and it mm-hmm. sort of calms her down. Uh, we put her in her crate. Uh, we put on music. We do all sorts of stuff to uh, keep her calm and make her know she's safe. Because essentially, if you think about her world, she's having this 
horrible noise come out of nowhere, and we start to really look at it from her standpoint. Um, we also do other things like making absolutely sure she always has a tag on because no matter what, you just never know. And if they, they get jolted and they run, a microchip is essential, but a tag, then anyone who finds them can call you right away and get them back home. So I And think they can help calm them by knowing their name and, and then call exactly. your phone number. Mm-hmm. That's actually a good point. Um, and honestly, it's kind of weird, but that's... That doesn't, hasn't really come up a lot on the show because a, a lot of people do talk about the microchipping, but that is a good comment that you made, Pia, that right away if somebody gets the dog and there is a collar on it and a tag, then they can automatically call you right away. Well, Whereas several companies, actually, they embroider it right in with the dog's name and the phone number right. as well. Yeah, the tags I mean, can fall off. And Whereas with the microchip, you've got to take it to a vet or shelter or something run, like yep. that and have it scanned. Well, and I can't overstate the importance of that because, I mean, like I said, we did rescue down in Katrina, and if all those animals had had tags, we might have had a better chance of, of reuniting some that didn't get reunited. And yeah. it's such sort of a low, low-hanging low fruit. You know, it's an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. and even though people say, oh, my dog's never not by my side, well, no one whose dog gets away or is let not out of a yard or runs because of fireworks was expected to do that. But to keep them out of the shelter system, to not, you know, all shelters don't have the same... Um, machine to read the the microchips people don't always keep their microchips up to date so the tag is just so essential pia what do you think uh, more things that you get into in, in the book here of course in the total dog manual what about fostering what do you think about you know pet foster parents Fostering is one of those things that I wish more people knew about. Um, I, I think it's a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. And by fostering, what we're talking about here is that people can foster an animal that is at a rescue group before adopting them. They can also just be a, a permanent foster. When I say permanent foster, I mean take a few weeks, have a foster dog come to them, help socialize that animal while the rescue group finds a home for that animal. Um, so they're essentially giving the time for the animal to get out of the shelter because oftentimes animals run out of time at the shelter and sadly are killed because time has run out um, while an adoption group is looking to find them a home. Um, so in order for that, those you know, dots to get connected for a, foster, for a person to provide foster means that animal can come out of the shelter, get calmed down, get socialized a little more. You get to know the animal. You get your furry fix if, you, if you're not able to keep an animal or you travel a lot, but you'd love to be, you know, have an animal in your life or make a difference for an animal, you can do that. And then that animal moves on to a loving, wonderful home. And a lot so of times I have done it many too. times. They're, so they're also given food and, and the bed and the, the you know, the leads and, and things like that. To oh, yeah. Everything's provided the by the rescue yeah, they, group. It gets provided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything gets provided. So it's really a great way because there's so many mm-hmm. reasons. You know, so many people love animals, want to help animals, and maybe, you know, don't have some money. Don't they're they're looking long term, which is very important. They're 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 deciding whether they can really, you know, meet the needs of a dog. But some people can meet the needs of a foster dog, and a lot of people say to me, "Oh my God, I could never do that. I would just get attached. I would get attached." Well, you know, sure, know yourself, but getting attached is not the worst thing. Sometimes you might want to adopt a pretty good dog. Thing, actually. <laughs> Right. Well, the other thing is, sometimes, I mean, I always tell myself, you know, if another home comes up, even if I'm attached to the animal, I'd like to keep that space in my home to be able to do this for that animal. So they're not going back to a horrible situation. They're going into a great home. Dr. Pia Selk, don't go away. We'll be right back. The name of the book is called The Total Dog Manual, adoptapet.com. Give us a call if you've got a question at 844-305-7800. Or if you want a copy of the book, call right now and it's yours. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. 
beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at PetLadyWorld. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> cold. Everything looks unfamiliar. I'm hungry. There's no food. I'm not alone. There are others. I roam the streets endlessly in search of a home. Someone to love and care for me. There, in a wet drainage ditch, a feline. She doesn't breathe. People walk by, but no one cares. Her hair is matted. Bones protrude her skin. There are no trees in this concrete world. Big metal machines that move with great speed. Faces with no emotions. Noises that hurt my ears. I feel so alone. Nowhere to go. They walk by and ignore me. Do I exist? The touch of a hand. It shows great strength. I hurt and feel fear. I'm now in a metal machine. It's so dark. I see no light, a home with others, puppies, kittens, birds, and other species, the screams, all oh, the screams of hope, I cannot bear it, days pass, they all come and go, both young and old, healthy and sick, will I stay, they take me now, I fear the worst, I now see no light, and feel no pain, the end has come. I've never been loved. That's the reason why you need to go to your local animal shelter or your rescue so group and adopt a pet from there because they need a great home. Like Winter has here now with me, which I adopted like from Cat Haven out of too. Tampa, Florida. So, uh, you know, you want to bring a pet home. So make sure you go to your rescue group or your shelter and adopt a pet from there. Because And, and also, don't forget, spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. A good friend of ours here in the program is Bob Barker, and he's instilled that in us for years on The Price is Right. And, of course, we instill it into you every week on how important that is. 
check us out on the website. If you want to join us on Facebook and Twitter, go to TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com, TalkinPets.com. Click on Facebook and Twitter and become part of our family there. There's a lot of information and a lot of great things that we post, so check that out. But once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets. We're talking about the Total Dog Manual, and it's with Dr. P.S. Selk. So if you've got a question, we welcome that in at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. The number to call is 844-305-7800. If you've got a question, we welcome them in. We've got Dr. Pia Salk with us. She's uh, written the book, The Total Dog Manual, adoptapet.com, by the way. And we are giving away a copy of the book. So if you call, it's yours at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Call Ben. Tell him you want a copy, and it is yours. Pia, when we were talking about different, you know, different things, we were just talking about adoption and everything just there. But I want to, you know, winter's upon us. And what are some of the tips that you can give people in terms of their pets and winter? Because winter time could be a bad and almost hazardous um, aspect for some pets. Uh, it definitely can, and and those are some of the tips we we offer in the book. Um, we we certainly lay out hazards of winter, hazards of summer, hazards of certain holidays. Um, winter is a lot of people don't realize certain things like antifreeze, uh, which a lot of people put in their cars. It spills over. Uh, it it lays on the pavement, and it's very tends to be sweet. So, and it's very toxic to animals. So that's the kind of thing that is out there that people, if it does spill, they need to clean it up, um, make sure their animals don't get into it, cats or dogs. Um, certain other things like uh, there are certain winter plants around the holidays. Um, poinsettias. Oh, I'm, I'm, the red ones, I'm forgetting now what the name poinsettia. is. Poinsettia. Yes, thank you, poinsettia, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, are toxic, very toxic. Similarly, uh, Easter lilies at Easter time are very toxic mm-hmm. to cats. Um, so certain things that we just don't even really think about, and then some of our decorations, the tinsel, stuff like that, um, can be dangerous. Other sorts of things are like rock salt can be can hurt a, a paw's pad, uh, pads on their feet. So there are all sorts of things. Well, once again, the number to call is 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. If you call right now, you'll get a copy of the book. And uh, again, it's 844-305-7800. What do you think about, um, you know, the licking aspect with pets? Do you allow that or is there a remedy to stop it? What do you think when the dog just wants to lick, lick, lick? Uh, there are all sorts of things that we offer in the book about th- that, licking and other things, um, and chewing and, and so forth. Um, what I allow and what I give, uh, you know, I'm probably a little more permissive with my animals than I would like to admit, but we all are. Um, but if you have a real licker, um, there's some real explanations uh, about how best to to um, curb that. Uh, some of the overall tips about 
stopping behaviors that you don't like are simply to not give them attention. And this goes the same for, for human children. It's, it's if we ignore things, we reinforce the behaviors we like and we ignore the ones uh, we don't like to extinguish them. That is really the best thing. Um, punishment is generally seen as not working as well as positive reinforcement. Um, so we, we basically try to not make eye contact, not, not engage with an animal when they're doing what we don't like, and we give them lots of props for doing things that we do like. Another one, too, is separation anxiety. That, that comes up quite a bit on, on the program. Any other, I mean, we've given people advice on what to do and what not to do in terms of separation anxiety, but I know, like, if the dog starts crying and stuff, and, and at one part of your book, and I think it's on, uh, I'm trying to see what page it is on here, but it's page, page 60, I believe. You talk about helping your dog to stop crying and what to do and what not to do when leaving the home. Yeah, definitely. The um, you know there there are all sorts of things, and and these all a lot of these come down to knowing your animal, and that's why we really tried to provide tips that will allow people to, you know, use what's useful in terms of knowing their animal and apply overall principles rather than give them sort of a, a one two three recipe kind of solutions. But um, you know, there's certainly things about. Um, how to lead up to your to your leaving and being consistent and things like that, getting de- regular exercise before that. There are things that you can have in your home that soothe your animal. Um, there's even specific uh, music made to soothe animals. I have actually leave leave that on for our animals uh, when we're not home. It's, it's really soothing music. It even soothes me. I do that too. Um, I, I use white noise as well. I, I leave my yeah. TV on. Oh. White noise in the television. Now a friendly channel now. <laughs> yeah, no well, longer. this is actually something I, I, I discovered it recently. It's called a dog's ear. It's a really neat uh, thing, and it's all sort of music made for the, the cycle of the animal. So, so there's that. And then, you know, there's also, you know, not to make a really big deal about leaving, I think. You know, a lot of these principles, if people have human children, they apply, you know. And I think people don't realize how inadvertently they can be reinforcing a behavior that they don't exactly. want. Yep, you know, I agree with and, that. Right. And then the other thing I think people really do need to keep in mind and to call out is that animals are not manipulative. They have feelings and all of that, but they don't manipulate us. So when somebody says, well, when I leave, they pee to tell me this or they cry because of this and they're trying to manipulate me. That's really not the case. Um, animals are, are very straightforward. They're not, you know, they, they really, they, they're communicating w- with us directly. They don't try to, you know, um, manipulate us essentially well, so, so when we project that onto them that's a human thing we're doing i know we're talking about the total dog manual but i mean if, if this was your next book coming out the total say. cat manual mm-hmm. we would say that it might not be manipulation but i think it's torture i think uh <laughs> i think i think my my new rescue kitty uh winter is torturing mike because he's I... sneezing up a storm and every time he runs out of the room she goes running right after him <laughs> absolutely I know you may hysterical. think it's a game yeah, yeah. I, I know I think that my cat manipulates me because I have a sliding glass door and he'll meow and I'll open it for him and then he will walk away and not go out the door and he just wants the door open or he'll be outside and he'll meow to like come back inside so I'll open it and he'll just walk away. He just wants the door open. (laughs) What's interesting is, you know, like, and, and I think this is, we're feeling manipulated. Yes. But their intention is not to manipulate us. So really, honestly, they may just want you to open the door. They actually may not want to go outside. It's us that think they want to go outside. You know what I'm curious, Pia, is um, there's been many books out there, and um, and one of the authors we've had on many, many years ago, and Stanley Corrin, um, I'm sure you probably know him, and um, they, it was The Intelligence of Dogs. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, and in the total dog manual, um, what do you think? Do you think there is, can you rank a breed from the smartest to the dumbest, or do you think, it, again, it comes down to personality and certain dog? Yeah. 
I think it really comes down to personality and dogs. And I think, you know, um, intelligence is such a subjective kind of thing. So, you know, every animal, every human, we're built to be adaptive. So what is adaptive, um, and if that's what we call intelligence, so, you know, it it depends. uh, um, So I don't think it's breed-specific at all, but I do think... um, it's interesting when we humans are so surprised that animals have communication and they understand this and that they, you know, all this stuff. There's no reason that they wouldn't. They're just one. We're we're a species of animal, like canines are a species of animals. So nature has wisdom and animals have wisdom, and they learn. They learn. They're looking to us. They they want to you know work collaboratively. They want their world to work like anybody does. Well, congratulations to Wayne out there in Portland, Oregon, listening on KBNP. He's getting a copy of the book, The Total Dog Manual, uh, adoptapet.com. And it's by Dr. Pia Salk, Abby Moore, and David Meyer. Meet, train, and care for your new best friend. Uh, A lot of great information, both on the medical side and the behavioral side and training side in this book, The Total Dog Manual. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. You can find it at adoptapet.com. So you could check it out there. And another book going out, if you call right now, it's yours at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Call right now, and the book is yours. What do you think in terms of kids, Pia? Do you think, I mean, I... I grew up with pets all my life, and I think mm-hmm. it was the best thing. And for the parents out there that think that, oh, you know, I'm not going to get Johnny a dog or a cat or a hamster or whatever, well, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a dog, but what do you think about a pet in a kid's, kid's life as growing up? you think it's important? I think it's hugely important. I mean, I think what's most important is that you meet the needs of the animal. So if your family can't accommodate an animal long term, then I think you should have an animal in your life and in your child's life by way of fostering, volunteering, perhaps the child can dog sit for for local animal. Um, There are all sorts of other ways to have animals in your life, but I do think our relationship with animals is an enormous part of childhood for for many of us, and perhaps we don't even realize how much, but this this is where we learn to become, you know, parents of a sort ourselves. This is where children learn personal responsibility, they learn to give back, they learn uh, about the needs of another to actually have empathy, and so it is, it is a, a remarkable experience for children and for families in general, for a family who's thinking about adding uh, an animal to their, to their family, you know, a pet, um, it's a, an enormous opportunity to say, wait, let's stop and think about this. Well, what, what do we need? Do we have what we need? Can we, can we do this? And if, are we going to adopt an animal? Do we want to adopt an older animal or an animal who maybe, you know, has special needs? It's a great way to, to pass on some values to children about who we are as a family and about um, how to sort of be in the world and meet the needs of others. Skills. Pia, hold mm-hmm. on. I got a couple of questions for you if you could stay with us a little bit longer. We're speaking with Dr. Pia Salk. She's one of the authors there of the Total Dog Manual, adoptapet.com. Again, we're giving away a copy of the book, so call right now and it's yours, 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. Call right now and just talk to Ben, and we'll send you out a copy of the book, the Total Dog Manual. And if you've got a question, we're open to that as well, 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talking Pets. At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. 
Try our grain-free stews, the only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Beer bottled and dead animals. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Lexi Lapp. Some beer lovers will dish out a lot of dough for a bottle of high-gravity brew, but what makes brew dogs bottles clock in at $765 per bottle? Well, taxidermied squirrels and weasels don't come cheap. The Scottish brewery has bottled its The End of History Ale in the preserved caskets of roadkill. We were making such a tiny amount that we wanted to do something epic, brew dog co-founder James Watt told MSNBC.com. We wanted to challenge people's perception about how beer can be packaged. Taxidermy helps open people's eyes to the fact that beer doesn't have to be made by a multinational organization. Of course, animal activists aren't thrilled about the decision, with some calling the packaging terrible, terribly degrading for the animals. But bizarre and perhaps vomit included, including and pa- packaging aside, the beer is special too. It's 55% alcohol with the hint of cinnamon and juniper and the slightest ting of musty fur. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp. If it's five o'clock and you're ready to rock, you grab a beer. If the week's been long, then your hand belongs to cold beer. If you're at the game, buddy, who can blame you? Grab a beer. If you're out on your boat, grab a fishing pole and some beer. Come on. It's on, pop that top. I like it, ask cold. I drop it in a spot. New York City down a little rock. I said, everybody. I don't know, you know, I, I like a cold beer, but would you drink a beer out of a squirrel? Hmm. It's got to no. be lined with something. <laughs> It's actually taxidermy. It's like know, they get these animals, it, uh, but and then it, it would seep through the the. Well, no, the bottle I think is in. Yeah, I took it that into the, the. Yeah, that's what animal. I took is that the bottle is like built then, into it. And yeah. The animal, see, I think that. So like you're actually right. you're actually. <laughs> that's freaking cool. Really, you're holding a squirrel and you're drinking out of the squirrel's is full mouth. Of taxidermy, I love taxidermy. You scare me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Pia. Would you drink out of a squirrel? <laughs> No, I would not. I love yeah, squirrels. Like I love other animals, though. so <laughs> I, I would mean, rescue a squirrel. Yeah, so would I. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with a koozie. With, a, with maybe a lizard <laughs> around it or something other than a squirrel. But, you know. well, I don't know if I've seen a big enough lizard. Maybe a, you know, I have. Maybe, like no, a, no, iguana. maybe yeah. a Komodo dragon or something. But <laughs> That's a big beer. No, <laughs> no wonder it costs $800. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, and we, we sort of joke about it and all, but it's like it's one of these things that we were just talking about children, and it's like, I was happy, you know, children model what we do, not what we say. And, mm-hmm. and often these things send subtle messages to kids that, you know, another life isn't important, and that's really what we're trying to I'm teach them all the time, website. you know? 
because I want to see what that stuff looks like. That's just crazy. <laughs> That's for crazy people. Yeah, there's a lot of strange people out there. <laughs> I, 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 it's I don't just know. crazy. That's like I don't think I can. You know, if, if like when when my snowball Snowy passed away last month, I mean, I had him cremated. There's no way. I know some people that stuff their pets. I just couldn't do that either. That's a little odd, strange, and peculiar. No, then you have to stare at them and you know that they're dead. Well, I, I, mean, like I, I look at the urn and know that, but I don't need to see... Them, though, that's different. Like, yeah. you see them and they're like... It's like taking Grandma and stuffing her. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grandma, just cut, you know, sit here on the couch and just... <laughs> I'll leave the TV on, not that it matters. <laughs> Although, I mean, several strange. <laughs> famous things have been, you know, Trigger was done. Yeah, I know. You know, and Lassie and several things like that. And uh, movies bands pay a really big part for children to be able to see some animals who... Well, alive or dead? Dr. Pia, what do you think? Does size matter? I mean, uh, we always hear this argument, and there's a big argument out there where if you're in an apartment, you should not have, like, a St. Bernard. You should have, like, a Chihuahua. Um, and if you're in a huge house, then it's okay to have that Great Dane. But yeah, what do you I think... think- well, I think it's one of these things, again, that the, the basic principle being find a good match for your lifestyle. So oftentimes, um, one of the, you know, we have some, some surprises in the book about, we don't specifically say which breed, because some, some animals are more sedentary, just like some people are more sedentary. Um, but if an animal needs a lot of exercise, then you've got to be committed to take that animal for walks if you don't have a big yard, things like that. And there are sometimes weight limits in apartment buildings that you need to to go by. But no, um, size, you know, sometimes noise of a small animal is worse in a small place. It, it really depends on whether you can meet the needs of the animal. Exactly. And I the breed specifically isn't going to say that. So like, like, for example, greyhounds happen to love to be on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they make good apartment animals, um, even though they need to be walked and so on. So it really isn't about size. It's about a good match for your lifestyle, what you can provide. And every dog, for the most part, needs exercise. There are older animals who may need less, so that might be a good option because there are plenty of those lovable um, former family pets that need homes that are, that are uh, adult dogs. You know, it's funny. You just brought me back probably about 20 years. Uh, a very good friend of mine from the past um, and a mentor of mine when I got into the animal world and, and hosting the show and all was Roger Karras. Uh, he was president of the ASPCA mm. many, many years ago, and he became a, a very dear friend until he passed away. And um, he used to say that because he had two adoptees, two uh, greyhounds that he adopted, mm-hmm. and, and he used yeah. to call them the lap dogs. Um, they used to just love to lay on his lap and just, you know, lay on the couch, and the myth of them running off or running away was just, they, they were so well-behaved. Yeah, exactly. So I think, again, it's about really matching up, you know, what you can provide to the to the needs of the animal you're looking for, and then with some adjustment as you go, as you get to know that animal, and whether you can stretch to provide or not, you know, things like that. So, you know, sometimes people give up an animal because they feel, oh, I'm not walking them enough, and they they need something better, but there's not some lovely rolling hills sanctuary in the sky that the animal goes to that animal would rather be with them and have one less walk a week or have or perhaps you could get a dog walker for Mm -hmm. that um so i also encourage people when they start to feel guilty that they're not being a good enough dog parent that that you know the dog actually really would prefer to stay in the home with them and there are other ways to deal with that Um, it can cause great psychological damage to give the dog away Oh, absolutely, and it's the worst thing for the animal. And mm-hmm. then the animal, so the, the idea that there's some, it's unfair for me to keep my animal like there's some other great place out there. The reality is that is not not the case. Um, so I've helped a lot of people through moves and temporary situations and said, you know, why don't we just work out what you need in the interim? And, and you know, we've gotten people to step up to help somebody or go one extra time a week when that person's out of town to check on their animal. And I've had 
people write me thank you letters years, years and years after saying, I get to look at my animal that I was so ready to give up, and thank God I didn't. Well, Dr. PSL, thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Pets and uh, giving us our copy of the Total Dog Manual. That's wonderful. Thank you. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. You can get it at adoptapet.com. Dr. PSL, thank you so much for joining us here. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Nice meeting you. Thanks, Pia. Likewise. Take care. Bye-bye. Once again, you are listening to Talking Pets. Spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group and adopt one from there. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets. And for those of you who won the book, The Total Dog Manual, enjoy it. If you didn't win it, go out and get it. Again, you can visit adoptapet.com or go to your local bookstore or online. This is Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.